Hello everyone, good evening, my name is Kelvin. Welcome to another session of the Wave Web series. It's a series designed to help young people stay employable, particularly during this period. Um, we've had, it's a six week series comprising 12 sessions um, from future of work to leveraging digital marketing to thriving with emotional intelligence. Um, and yeah, today we'll be discussing sales funnel marketing. Hi, Willa. Hi, hi, Kelvin. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we've been struggling with network, but uh, hopefully we get past it um, this session. Um, so context around the session, the session is designed to help. Um, so many of us have, you know, moved our activities online. And we thought, how, do, how best can we help young people develop skills, people who want to go into freelancing, uh, people who want to go into digital marketing, um, how do we help them build skills in these various aspects of of of, uh, of um of digital presence? And sales funnel marketing was one of the um the sessions we thought to to organize. Um, hence yeah. the, the the session. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um. So the first question is, what is what is sales funnel or what is this, what is sales funnel marketing? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great question. So. Um, I'll first start with um, the basics of, you know, how people normally go about it. So um, a funnel is basically like, it's just a word to describe the journey people go through to, you know, buying your product or services. It's just the customer journey. That's what a sales funnel is, right? But when you are, so everybody has a sales funnel one way on, one way on another. If you're selling something, you have a funnel. The difference is the art of building sales funnels is deliberately coming up with a structure that um, improves conversion. Okay. okay. So as opposed to just um, as opposed to just saying maybe come and buy, um, funnels on the other hand is it's um, you are more it's more like inbound marketing. So instead of outbound telling people come and buy, you are creating content to you know, educate people and you know helping them engaging them and helping them make informed decisions yeah uh, right so the difference between a sales funnel and it, it, it helps you um it helps you create a customer journey you said it helps with customer journey yes yes uh right so i was supposed to just say oh come on come on buy my product come on come on um I'm, I'm, come on purchase from me you are more deliberate about uh, it just funny helps you become more deliberate about about the purchase. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Um, who who needs a sales funnel and why do we why do we need a sales funnel? Oh, okay, great question. So everyone needs a sales funnel, whether you are a business or you are a personal brand, right? Everybody needs a sales funnel, right? And and like I said before. Everybody has a sales. Everybody has a. Everybody has a a, a funnel one way or another. They just they are just they just aren't deliberate about it, right? Mm, so we all need a sales funnel in order to um, improve your conversions. Because um, the the idea of a funnel, like the analogy of a funnel, right? It's wide at the top and then it's narrow towards the base, the, the bottom. Right? So yeah, yeah. So what you want to do is create that structure that's going to guide people from. The top of the funnel is basically awareness, right? So 
creating that structure that's going to guide people from just getting to know about you and then educating them, creating interest, desire, and then getting them to buy. So that's like a, a way proper sealed for your structure. Unlike the other way, which is just random, right? It's selling, just randomly pushing content without, without strategy. So it can work, but it's not going to be consistent. It's not going to be efficient. So having a sales funnel is really going to help you. So I'm going to just break it down to like, um, to give you a, an example. Okay. So yeah. a typical funnel for, so let's say uh, wave is for example, right? Yes. Yes. Right. So instead of maybe you guys have a training, let's say you have a training that's probably what, um, maybe you have a training that's worth like 50K. So instead of just putting out an ad and say, come and buy, you probably create content around. Yeah, instead of saying, come and apply, you create content around, okay, so who is the target audience? What problems are they solving? And then you create um, mini solutions. You don't, you're not going to give them everything, actually, but you create those mini solutions and in form of content. Give it to people. It could be on social media. It could be on email. It could be, yeah. Um, through like a free ebook and then you know give them and get their contact information and from there you continue to nurture them give them more information about what your product or service is about so by the time you engage with them they already they are educated about what your um, what the problem they are facing is and the solution that you are offering right so by then they know you like you and trust you so when you are selling to them it's going to be very very easy because it's, it's almost going to be a no-brainer Right. So that's what um, the sales funnel can help you do. And when you do it that way, your conversion is it's going to be much higher than just spending money on getting people to buy at first. Right. Um, so Wave teaches um, young people, hardworking young people, skills, can get a job uh, and, you know, start a career for themselves. Every month we run batches where we train these, these young people. Right. Before yeah. I... Before I before I, I, I run a campaign, so no, should I apply sales funnel before every campaign? Is what I'm asking. Oh, before okay, I start okay. Any campaign, yeah, so should be, I have a sales funnel. Okay, great. So yeah, you should have a, a funnel planned out before you start your campaign. So how you intend to carry people along from when they just get to know about your your training program to how they you know how they plan to to buy it right so so once your sales funnel is planned out you're also going to um have um things you put in place to get people to move to the next stage right so from awareness how do they move to the next stage up until where they buy from you so you should have that yeah. out from the start right and you can have there are different kinds of funnels you can have different funnels for different goals right so it's not like it's something, it's like one technical thing. You just have, you just have on right now, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, even this IG live we are doing right now, it's, it's, it's part of, it's part of like a funnel for Activities you. Activities that make up so, the sales funnel. Yeah. It's part of one. Yeah. So for example, but this is why I talked about having a conversion, um, um, when you have a sales funnel built out right now, right? So yes, yes. if we, for example, has a lead form on their website, right? After yes. we created awareness from this webinar and someone goes to that website, 
right? Yes. They can, yes. you know, fill in the lead form to get more information about Weave. And from there, you can engage them and they can get to buy or, you know, you can get to do business with them, right? But if yes. that wasn't planned out, someone just comes to that website, they're just going to go off and, and nothing's going to happen. Yes. So that's, that's the advantage of, you know, planning your funnel upfront before. Front. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, in between, um, or for instance, or, no, in between, if I, are there any, are there any gaps in, in, in a sales funnel? Uh, and, and how can one manage, manage those, those loopholes or those gaps? Okay. So I think one of the biggest gaps is getting people, moving people to the point of purchase. Because no, most people, they know how to create awareness. Like they're on social media, they are putting posts, but nobody's buying. Right. So I, yes. I guess that would be the biggest, that would be the biggest gap. Right. So moving people from, from, like I said, yeah, yeah, from our way, there's awareness, there's um, interest, because desire. Interest, concentration. Yeah. yeah. So I think so most people can, they, they can they create awareness or interest in people, but desire and then action, getting people to buy, that's where, you know, most people you know, find it, uh, most people struggle. Right. So well, why do you think that like everybody's, is? Okay, so part of the reason can be that, um, you know, people don't, don't, people don't, people have alternatives, first of all, right? People have alternatives. So yes. even when you are creating awareness, you are not the only business or solution provider that they are interacting with. And everybody that has a problem will always find a solution, right? The only difference is that each time they find that solution, they are just not picking you. Mm. So you are not standing out enough or you are not differentiating yourself or you are not showing enough value for them to pick you over the competition. But someone that is hungry will always eat. Someone who needs, someone who needs, um, everybody's always going to buy an item. Everybody's going to get that, that needs a, that needs knowledge or something. They'll find a course for it. Right. So they always get their solution, but it's just, it might not just be from you. Yes. Yeah. And what, and what can I do better to ensure that um, I, I beat my competition. Okay, it- so the best way to deliver, so the best way to do that is by delivering, uh, is by delivering value. Because if people, if people believe they're going to get value, value for money, for example, yeah, so value for their money, right? Yes. Because they are not necessarily looking for the best price, but they are looking for the best value. So if people believe they're going to get value for their money from you, then they'll probably buy. So how you structure your offers and how you've nurtured them up to the point of purchase. So if you've been educating people, people already trust you enough that they know that, okay, if I buy what this person is selling, I'm going to get um, the solution to my problems. So, so I think I'm going to share a few things that you can um, use in this stage. So things you want to be doing are stuff like testimonials, sharing product testimonials. Yes. Right. So if it has worked for somebody, it's probably going to work for me because at some point you have to stop blowing your own trumpets. Right. So you can't, you can't. Yes. Yes. So if nobody else is saying that your, what you do works, then they're just not going to trust it. So yeah, testimonials. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to, you want to have testimonials. You want to have, uh, you want to have great offers. So uh, people, people who, who have gotten their problems solved by you and also you want to have limited time offers probably because if you are selling something and it's always going to be available 
it doesn't always get people to um, buy. So that's part of the reason why people might go to um, buy from other people, right? Because you're always available, right? They'll be like, okay, I'll come back to your offer. So like I said, so those are some of the things that you can do to move people from, from to create desire in people and then get them to buy, right? Yes. So uh, product demos, for example. So at this point, you want to show people, um, you know, what their life is going to be like with your solution, right? So yes. uh, if you're selling products, you want to do maybe product demonstrations, show them how your product or service solves their problem, how their life is going to be like after using your product or service. So they can product see demo. the benefits, they can picture it, yes. right? And then they can also see other people that it has worked for, right? Yes. So those are some of the things you can do. And then um, you give people offers, give people offers. So when you, once you, you um, like a time like this now, this pandemic, people are doing a lot. There are a lot of offers going on around here. Everybody's looking for the best deal. So if you're just there and they can always get what you have to offer every time. But if you package something nicely for people, um, that's also part I, of knowing I, I your audience. Limited. Yes, yes. So, and to do that, it's, so it doesn't have to be, so it can be limited in time or limited in number. So it can be maybe, yeah, it's so limited by time or in quantity. Maybe you only have a few slots or a few Lots. products or sales. So, mm. yeah. So those are the ways to get people to take action, um, action, take action quickly. Right. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, there, there are, are there any differences or is there any difference between an online sales funnel and an offline marketing sales funnel oh, okay okay yeah so the difference between so, so, so digital um, sales funnel and offline sales funnel okay yeah so they are quite similar just you're just using different mediums right so okay. an offline sales funnel is typically you have maybe a flyer or a sign uh, or a sign post or something and then there's a phone number on it and someone yes. calls the number um, and then uh, a salesperson picks up the call and then they, they tell the, the, the prospect about the product or service and then get them to purchase. So that's typically what an offline sales, um, sales funnel would, would be like, right? And then online, well, for online, online, it's, so the big, a big advantage of online is that it can, everything online can be measured, right? Yes, yes. Everything online can be measured and, and it can be very, very quick. For example, an, e, an e-commerce funnel where someone just comes to your website within a few clicks, they can, they can, you know, make a purchase and complete the customer journey just like that. Right. In in your experience, what has been the? Can you share a, a successful um, campaign that you have run using um, the, the sales funnel uh, management? Okay. Okay. Great. So. Um, a successful campaign, I, I'll use um, real estate, for example, because uh, I, I, I work in the real estate industry. So, so a successful campaign, I'll, I'll use an example of look at how we generate leads for, for properties. So, um, so typically offline, people will just go and then meet people and maybe go to a, the mall or go to, a, go to where, a place where you feel maybe uh, where the people hang out and start talking to them and go through all of that stress and all of that. But online, so, but online, instead of doing that, uh, we have a funnel where funnel I created and then run, run ads, run ads, yes. use social media, use ads to create awareness. Yes. And then we have landing pages. We have landing pages where um, people 
after creating that interest, people come and then fill in their details to learn more. And then, so from there, they move on to be contacted uh, by, by sales team. And then, so to further engage them and then educate them about the product or service and then move them to the next step, and which is um, site inspection, right? So for a property, after, after you know, inquiring um, and then you're interested, you want to get to see the site. And then after that, you go over the documentation and everything and you make payment. So that's, that's, so that's typically, um, and I'll give an example. So um, if you, that's uh, not too long ago, I, I closed a, a deal from um, someone I got through Facebook ads, right, on real estate. And I was able to sell okay. the property worth um, 10 million from a real estate funnel. So using uh, Facebook ads, email, and then getting, and then following up, to closing the deal so it works so it works differently so uh, there are funnels that are completed quickly and then there are some that can take months so it's not not everything is not Aha, everything I think, that's, I think that's important to 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 note yes so because uh, are, that's when, that's you you can be in b2b your lead comes in exactly exactly so if you are in a b2b now for example the customer journey is much longer compared to if you are if you're serving consumers that everything happens quickly right so business to consumer versus business to business or maybe business to tg business to government those funnels take much longer right compared to business to consumer and also yeah. depends on the cost of what you are selling like for example real estate is a it's a uh, it's a high ticket item right so the more expensive the item the more time people take to um, before they purchase it so um, those those kind of those kind of funnels require longer nurturing, right? You have to um, you have to continue to nurture these people, give them more information, everything they need in order to consider that purchase. Because it's it's not something it's something that it's um, those are not things that people buy on impulse, right? They take their time to yes. do it. So yeah, so those are the things that influence the the length. Of your customer journey all right and and you mentioned that one way to to nurture them is through education am i right yeah yeah and you can do that so email is one of the best um email email marketing is one of the best uh, best tools for lead nurturing so that's why it's important to to always have um, if you have a website you want to have a lead, um, lead generation um system in yes. place so Either you're offering, either you have a newsletter, but not just like a generic sign-up for our newsletter. You need to have something juicy that you're offering people in the newsletter. Maybe the latest industry insights or so, something that people are going to really want. Yes, right? And something that's not going to be easy to get somewhere else, right? Something catchy. And then give people that in exchange for their uh, email. And then you can continue to, to engage them, right? And it... Yeah, and I know some people here don't have a website, so nurturing doesn't always have to be your web. There, there are funnels for even that just end with mobile. So there's even a WhatsApp sales funnel or a Telegram sales funnel, right? And you can nurture mm. people um, on, through your WhatsApp status or through your WhatsApp um, BCs, right? Your WhatsApp BCs, like just yeah. like your email, it even has a much higher open rate compared to email, right? Same as your. Why is that? Why, why is that? Because everybody is always on WhatsApp. Everybody's always on WhatsApp, and yeah. WhatsApp, there's less it's competition. Uh, there's less. 
Yeah, it's more interactive and there's, there's more competition compared to email. So people spend more time. They probably open a lot of messages compared to emails where people don't open every email. People don't check every email. Yeah. They just check, look for something specific. Maybe they're expecting something. So it's, you know, you have to be really creative about your copy and then your subject line and all of that to get people's attention, right? Yeah. Compared yeah. to, but yeah. So either okay. way, whether, yeah, whether you have a website or not, but it's, there are various ways you can nurture your customers. Like I, I used um, WhatsApp or Telegram as an example, besides um, having a website. Interesting. So, I mean, one thing I'm taking away from, from this is don't wait until you have a product or a service to offer before you start to look for, uh, for customers. You can actually just start to nurture them um, before even trying to make a sale or, or, or a purchase. Trying to encourage them to make a purchase. Yes. Okay. Uh, my next question is, I know that there are, there are automation tools for, for sales funnel, I'm guessing. Am I right? Yeah, yes, yes, tools. yes. Um, you, you that, that's the whole point. Okay, okay, great. So I'll, I'll share a couple of tools. So let me, I'll first explain uh, what you need before I'll, I'll go into the tools. So for a funnel, basically, you are doing, um, like I said, at the top of the funnel, you are creating awareness. So you are bringing in traffic, right? So to create traffic, you have to bring in traffic into your funnel. So to create traffic, Tools you can use are your generic, your normal social media posts. Like I said, social media, your WhatsApp, your blog. From your blog, you can generate traffic to your funnel. You can use ads. So Facebook ads, Google ads, um, SEO. Those are different tools that you can use to guest, um, guest posting on maybe other blogs or, blog, or yes. posting on forums. Yes. So those are various ways you can use to generate and, traffic and, sorry to into cut you, and this your funnel, funnel. This funnel, right, it stops at my landing page. So if I've used my, or my, okay, so let's say landing pages could be WhatsApp, could be, where else again? Telegram, could be websites. Yes. So you are driving, so once you are, you are generating traffic and you are bringing them somewhere. So like somewhere. I said, okay. those places, yes, yes, you are taking them to a destination, right? So that can be your your website, your landing page, or um, like we use WhatsApp, WhatsApp, for example. Yes, Telegram. Yes, so you're taking them somewhere, yes. So you want to take them somewhere where you can engage with them and get their contact information to continue the, to continue the, the, um, the customer relationship, yeah, to continue to nurture them and engage, engage with them, mm. to take them down the path to purchase, yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. You, you were trying, so, you were trying um, to make a point about automation tools. Yeah. The tools, yeah. So I've talked about um, tools for awareness, right? So those are some tools that you can use. And then for engagement, right, for the middle of the funnel, so to create interest and desire. So these are, this, at this point, you want to, you know, give people things that would make them consider your product and not just, just consider it like, you know, um, what your competitive advantage is. Why is it better than the competition, right? So at this yeah. point, this is where you're doing your email marketing, this way you're doing your email marketing, you're doing stuff like you're doing webinars, you're doing webinars where you are sharing important information about your product or service or what you do, right? So email marketing, webinars, um, uh, blog posts. But like I said, there are several tools that you use at different stages of the journey, but how you use them, it's, it's different. Yes. 
yeah how you use them is different right so like i said so email your email your email marketing your your blog posts your whatsapp broadcast messages or whatsapp status posts those are some tools that you can use to engage to engage people right and then for email there are tools like you can use uh, mailchimp it's, it's free um if you want paid solutions you can use tools like get response uh, there's get response the aweber active campaign those are some paid tools that are really really good and then for landing pages right so landing pages very very important because if you have an offer you want to put on the landing page it's just one page has just one job to convert the customer right compared yes. to a website where people can you know get distracted so many things going on so for landing pages there are if you have a wordpress site that's probably going to be the uh, cheapest solution so there are plugins that you can use to design landing pages there's um, elementor there's elementor it has a free and paid version there's um, thrive architect um, so those are some wordpress tools and then some email platforms also come with um, landing page builders like mailchimp get response they have inbuilt landing page builders that you can use uh, as well so so that's for landing page and then there are external tools like external tools like click funnels um insta page on bounce those are tools you can also use to build landing pages you can use them on their own or you can also link them to your website as well right but yes. those are some tools that you can use um to to do that and then you know getting people to so going down the funnel towards uh and then for webinars right so there's zoom there's zoom there's your instagram live youtube YouTube Live, uh, there's GoToWebinar. Those are some webinar tools that you can use, but the free ones probably be Instagram that we're doing, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and then Zoom. Those, those, those are the ones that are probably going to be easy for, for most people to use, right? And then for, and then so moving further down to, to purchase. So this is where you're showing, giving people your offers, you're showing people your testimonials, and then you're getting people to pay. Right, so uh, you're still going to be using your landing pages. You're still going to be using email marketing, but by this time, you are giving people direct information about your offer, and you know, prompting them to make using calls to actions for them to um, make purchase. Right, and uh, and then for online payments, very important. So uh, I use Paystack a lot. So I think mm. so. There's Paystack. That's what. Um, so I, I, that's what I, I'd recommend. And if you're doing e-commerce. Right, instead of doing sending people to your DM and then manually uh, manually chatting people up every time, you can if mm -hmm. you have an e-commerce website like maybe on WordPress with WooCommerce or Shopify, right? You can just send people yes. to directly to the product page, give people a link to the product page, or use an app to send people to a product page, and then they can read everything about the product and then make purchase online, and that yes. makes the journey much easier. So online payments, like I said, um, Paystack, and there's also Flutterwave. Those are the ones that you can use in Nigeria that and you can you know, send, uh, you can receive payments easily with, yeah. Right. So, and uh, then, I like I said, okay, and then lastly, I think I, I, I would add, um, it's very good to have a CRM. So because you're well, interacting with different customer. Okay, yeah, so CRM is, is a customer relationship management tool, right? So that helps you to keep track of that helps you to keep track of you know your your interactions with customers. If you're having a business, you have different customers you know, doing different things, 
and you probably have different people engaging with them. So how do you keep track of um, what stage you're at in the customer journey, what interactions have, been, um, have they been involved in in the past? So a CRM can help you have all these things organized. And it also helps you personalize your communication. So you're not sending generic messages to everybody. You can segment your customers because they are all well classified. You know, okay, mm. these people are, you know where, what stage they're at. You know education um, they've had with your company. So you know how to communicate with them. So uh, there's HubSpot CRM. That one is free. That's like the, um, the best option I, I can give you. So HubSpot, it's a free CRM and you can use that to, to um, you know, still organize with your, with your customers. customers. You don't want to have something generic like you have, you have a business you have different products and services you want to have funnels um, tailored to different ones you don't want to just send everybody to everything right and and then there's something else I, I would say right so there are different kind of buyers there are people that um so you have a problem uh, so you first start so you have a problem then you look for a solution right and before yes. taking action so there are some pe people there are different kind of customers there are customers that have a problem and they are already aware of the solution they need. They are aware of the different solution providers in the market, right? So at that point, they're just looking for, they're already in the, they're already in the um, decision stage, right? They're already in the action yeah. stage. Just, it's, just, it's just a question of who, just a question of getting the best offer. So those are, those are the people that can see, those are the people that can easily take decisions on, on uh, your offer quickly, right? But they are very, very few. So people at that stage are very, very few. They are like, they make the smallest percentage in any, any random, any randomly selected audience that is going to see your come in contact with your business, right? So that's why a sales one is important to, you know, take those people down to become more like those guys that are already, you know, aware and then ready to take decision. How often must I nurture my customers to convert them to sales? How often? Is it, is it, is there, is it cast in stone? It's not casting stone at all. It, it, it's not. So there, there are different ways you can go about it. Um, so there are way, there are, you can use, like now, most common mediums are your email and then your, your social media, right? Social so, media. Yes. So your goal is just to remain top of mind, right? You want to remain top Absolutely. of mind in your, in your customers, yeah. So you don't want to be bombarding people with emails every single day. Except you have a really tight, um, uh, you know, content marketing plan, right? Because otherwise, yes. you're just going to be saying stuff that is not so. It's not if it's not making sense every time, then people will stop, you know, expecting, expecting to people will stop opening up your content, and, and my content right? As, as, as spam. Exactly, exactly. So the, the the answer is not set in stone. So it depends on the kind of business that you are in. And another thing I will mention is having different touch points. So you can, you can nurture, you can always be in the face of people, but you don't want to overdo it on one medium, like I said. So you are, you are posting content on social media, you are sending emails to your email list, you are running retargeting ads to people that have already visited your website before. So those are, those are different ways. And then you are publishing content on your blog or on your YouTube channel. Those are different ways you are creating content or you're organizing webinars like this. Those are different yeah. ways you are nurturing, using different mediums to nurture your audience, right? Oh, yeah. So, 
Yeah. 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 So I hope that that answers that question. Yes. I know that there's been different the different um, stages. Uh, I've seen different stages, you know, online. There's awareness, there's interest, there's desire, there's action, there's awareness, there is, I think, consideration or interest. Um, which ones or which yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah, they are different. I think sales funnel, sales funnel management, am I correct? Yeah, so all those are different. They are just different frameworks to that are still talking about the same thing there are different frameworks yes. to describe or to to um yes to describe the sales funnel right so there's the, yeah. there's awareness interest consideration there's awareness interest desire action right so all those are different there are so many of them yes right there are some there are some there are some that are cyclical there are some that are linear so those are just frameworks um you don't need to if you're just watching this, you don't need to get into technical about um, technical about that. Just understand that um, everybody who comes in contact with your business is not ready to buy, and you yeah. have to just take them on a journey. So there's from getting to know you to um, you know um, getting to like you, trust you, and to understand your business, what solution you are providing, how you intend to help them, and all of that. And then before you get them to, you know, purchase from you. So that's just typically what you have to do um, when you're working on a sales funnel. I think so. The reason I mention that is because many times I've seen businesses wanting to make a sale. They don't have social media presence. And they say, oh, um, I want to make, I want to, I want to have, make a sale and talk about my products. And I want that sale to happen almost instantly. So I think that the reason for, um, the reason for thinking of a sales funnel is so that you don't put yourself under so much pressure. You understand that there's a customer journey to um, to making a purchase. That's why I think it's important for us to to break down that that sales funnel. Um, um, yes. So, yes. So one is awareness. The second one is interest. Interest. The third one yeah. Is, desire. The third one is desire, uh, and then the final one. Yes. Is so you cannot wake up one morning and say, "Oh, I want to." I want to sell a car or I want to, I want people to buy my bag, for instance, and nobody knows you, nobody, you know, you don't have any digital footprints. Yes. Yes. And then for those of you that are just joining, so we have like, we, we have already established that we have the different things. You've talked about awareness, interest, desire, and action, right? So, and yes. you want to have content or you want to prepare for having people at, you know, in all those different stages. So somebody who is already in the, in the um, action stage, right, does not, is not really interested in all the story you have to talk about yourself. That person is not going to read your about us page. They're just going to go yes. straight to your pricing page. They want to see how much yes. this thing costs. What features does it have compared to the, other, to the other ones, right? And then someone who's just coming new is going to read, going to start, okay, who are these guys? What do they do? All of that. So you have these different kind of people that are going to be interacting with your business, and then you want to have content prepared for all of them, right? So yes. I'll take for Instagram, for example, from your bio, you already have um, uh, information about who you are, what you do, and then yeah, what service are you providing. From your yes. post, they can, see, they can see the different things you're talking about, um, your business. Maybe you're educating people about what you're doing. And then 
on your offer post, they can see your pricing. So somebody who wants to make a decision can just go there and see, okay, how much does this thing cost? And your call to action, right? Um, to get this stuff, you have to DM me or you have your WhatsApp link in your bio and then people can click on it to contact you. So you don't have things in place for different kinds of uh, people that are interacting with your business. Because some people are just, yeah, some people are just in the, some people are just in the awareness and the interests uh, and desire business, right? So they're just creating content online. They don't have any system in place for actually converting them, like I said. So, so people who are ready for action, people who are ready for action, there's nothing there to, 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 to nudge them to take action, right? Action, yes. Yeah, so, so yeah. Okay, there's this particular, there's this particular phrase uh, or quote that I saw somewhere that says, "Not every, I can't remember it uh, word for word, but uh, along the lines of, not every no is a, um, I can't remember the word now, but the fact that they have said no doesn't mean that it will not come later. I don't know yeah, if exactly. you've come across that before. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So like, talk more yeah. about that? Yeah, so yeah, that, that, that's very common. And... And still on the fact that we've established that not everybody's ready to buy at first. So that's why you hear a lot of people say, I will get back to you. And then people are like, okay, they're not interested. So, so when people say no, it's, it's an objection, right? Yes. So there's a reason why they are saying no. And when you don't have a sales funnel, you don't have a chance to get them to change their decision. And if you have their email or if they are following you on social media, or if they visited your website and you can show them maybe a retargeting ad, you have another chance to re-engage them and, you know, um, help them see why your product or service is um, it's, it's the right one for them, right? So, yes. and then another thing would be to, so when you're also creating content, you want to think of, don't just create content about the positives, Right. So there are certain things that are probably not so great about your business. There are certain reasons why people might not want to buy what you are selling. There are certain fears people have about what you are selling. So all those things are things that will create objections. Those are things that will make people want to think about it or come back later. So you also want to create content that addresses um, those objections, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So to, to create, so that will just create less friction. That's why, you know, if you have your, on your landing page, every landing page should always have, like, an FAQ. So, any, all those, all those. have an FAQ. Yeah. Even on your Instagram, you can have an FAQ section on your Instagram, on your Instagram um, highlights, right? Okay. Or you can address them in your content. But part of your content strategy should be um, addressing objections. Reasons why people do actually don't buy your, your products. You know, talk about it and, um, um, you know, eliminate those, eliminate those fears or those doubts. Do you want to share a practical example of, of what, maybe, in, in, you know, in, in one minute, a practical example of, of, of what you just um, outlined now? Okay, okay. So, um, a common example would be it's too expensive. Aha, right. You're saying something that's too it's expensive. So it's too expensive. So in that one, people say something is too expensive. So then, so another thing is you don't want to maybe run away from your objection and say maybe it's not so expensive. Yes, like it is what it is. Like, yes, that's the price. It's, it might be high, 
but that's the price. And a lot of other people have said, yes, it's expensive. But um, you now have to tell them Explain why. why it's expensive, to... maybe? Yes. Not really why it's expensive, why it is that valuable. Right, okay. So you now want to the talk value, about... The value, the value that it, it, it has. Yes, maybe. so if it's the product, if it's, if it's maybe a fashion item, you can talk about maybe the quality of the product, the brand, um, your process... Um, the styling, the things in the product that makes it valuable. It can also, so those are functional things. You can also maybe, you know, also highlight on emotional uh, things like, okay, how is it going to make them feel and uh, how is it going to make them feel, how is it going to improve their lives. So different things that, yes. things like that. So things that um, will make them see the value in that product or service that you're selling, right? Yes. So that's, that's a worse one way of you know, addressing the, the price objection. FAQs, FAQs. Okay. But I want to thank you very much. Um, I think for me, the biggest takeaway is just, is just rehashing the importance of a sales funnel for every, um, every marketing campaign that, that you want to run as a business. So understand, so first of all, it's never cast in stone. It's, it's, um, it's not a one-size-fits-all. There is you know, have your understand that there is first stage is awareness, and the next stage is interest, and there are also several um, frameworks. But yeah, awareness, interest, desire, and action. And like I already said, some some products you can you can go from awareness to to action. Uh, while some can, it will take it will take a, a while. You have to keep nurturing them. I can do that via different mediums or different platforms. So WhatsApp, Telegram, emails. Um, which other ones am I, am I missing out? For where to for yeah. where to nurture your, your audience? Yeah, we, we talked about WhatsApp, emails, uh, webinars. Yes, okay, webinars, yes, like this now. Webinars, yes. Um, yes. yeah. Webinars, your blog, social media as well. Yes, and, constantly and, uh, educating yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's, that's basically the summary. And so I would just like to say, just, you just need to, you need to understand your business and understand your customer journey before you, you sell. Because if you don't, you sell, you sell wrongly. You, and you fire blanks. So exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so, so very much. Um, we hope that next time when we, when we do invite you, you would avail us your time. Um, thanks to everyone who's joined this session. We will have this session on our Instagram page by, um, by, by tomorrow morning and also have it on our, uh, as a podcast on our Anchor, on our Anchor page. I want to mention here that we have a training for young people that teaches them on employability skills um, from emotional intelligence to time management and there's a bit of digital marketing that we've also added because of um, sessions like this and we know that it's it's very very important that as you develop your digital marketing skills you understand uh, why is sales funnel um why sales funnel marketing is important so please if you are interested in our training if you know any young person that is looking for employment opportunities please click the link in the bio and we will get back to them we also have our sales funnel <laughs> we have our sales funnel uh you click the link in the bio, it takes you to um, a landing page where you drop your details and we will contact you and let you, and, and take it um, from there. So once again, thank you to everyone who's joined and thank you, Awele, for making the time to join us. Have a good night. Yeah. Thanks, Kelvin. Thanks for having me. So yeah, good night.
Yeah, good night. Yeah, good night. Yeah, good night. Yeah, good night.